it's Sophia Franklin. You are listening to Sophia with an F. And the F is for phenomenal. (laughs) This podcast is rated F. I dated 50 men that year in 2020. You fucked 50 men? No, I dated 50 okay. men. And please, let's say that again. I dated 50 men on Instagram Live. I that's, not how, that's not I how I heard, heard it. I never even met them in person. That's not how I heard it, but keep going. Right, of course. <laughs> Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sophia with an F. I am super fucking excited right now. I am joined by one of my really good friends, actress, comedian, CEO, and self-proclaimed queen of confidence, Serena fucking Kerrigan. Let's fucking go. (laughs) You know why it's called Sophia with an F? Because she fucks. Because I fuck. Literally. The F is really powerful. No, it's literally my favorite letter. Okay, so I need to ask you, because I went to your live show. Thank you. And you talked about how you did not actually legally change your middle name to fucking. Of course I did. (laughs) Serena, don't fuck with me right now. It, it was a, it's a stage name, if you will. Like Lady Gaga, Sasha Fierce. Okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. My middle initial doesn't even start with an F, but like I'm addicted. What does it start with? I can't say these people will literally come at me. No, why? Because the middle name's so embarrassing? It's not. It's actually beautiful. Okay, then why will they um, come at Mine's because horrifying. What's your middle name? Well, okay, so we're both Argentine, so that's why I'm like very interested to Does know. everyone know that we won the World Cup? We're literally champions of the world. <laughs> I only did a post about it, um, an entire vlog about it, an entire episode. Yeah, we won. But I love when people come up to me and they're just like, congratulations. And I'm just like, I didn't like you do f- anything. <laughs> you feel like one of the players. No, though. literally. I'm like, yeah, Messi, <laughs> he's my uncle. Like, whatever. <laughs> okay, the middle name. Yeah, it what? starts with an A. That's all I'm going to say. Why? What? Why are we so secretive? I mean, I won't be. Mine's Vanina. I love that. Which That's is, very Argentinian. It is one letter away from the word vagina. <laughs> okay. Which is why I love it. And also, I feel like people in the U.S. don't, they don't understand it. Because it's a very popular name in Argentina. Yeah. Here, people are a little bit like, what? Okay, I'll tell you what my middle name is. It's Amelie. Amelie. Yeah, beautiful. Gorgeous. But like, I like fucking more. Mm, I mean, I think it depends. Like, are we like in a business meeting? hundred <laughs> percent. I used to write it on my resume, Sophia. Okay. I used to write Serena fucking Kerrigan on my resume. Sh- what? Yeah. Okay, not when you're like applying to fucking Goldman Sachs, American I'm Express. I'm sorry, does it look like I was applying to Goldman Sachs? No, th- okay, the reason I hate my middle name for real, for real, Sophia Vanina. Like, mm. it rhymes. And then my mom's maiden last name is Franco, and then my dad adopted me. So it was Sophia Vanina Franco Franklin. I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> it's, like, it's literally a character. Y- y'all are fucking which you with are. me right now. Wh- which I am, which I totally am. So I we've known each other for what, a few months? I have seen you more in the last few months, in the last week than yeah. I ever have. I know. How do you feel? I feel <laughs> I actually feel more confident. I feel cooler. I feel sexier. Like you really give off this energy. Right. And I want all the suits to get that energy, but <laughs> let's start from the beginning, please. So I went to your live show, Incredible Beyond. 
Then I went to your birthday party. Thank you for bringing my credit card yeah. back. It was an open bar yet. Sophia literally like lost her credit card in the space. How does that, how is that a thing? I swear, I was paying for something. I swear. What? What were you paying for? <laughs> I would love to know. Would love to know. No, I have no fucking clue, but thank you. The one that you literally did not have to bring your credit card. I know. I had no idea. I mean, you kind of do though. Like you never know where you're going to end up. Oh no. I just, Apple Pay. See, I forget that that's a thing. Right. So, yes, I had a cosmic orgasm themed birthday mm, party because it mm-hmm. was my it's my Saturn return, twenty nine. Right. Um, he was the best dressed. I mean, me. But you honestly <sighs> did a great job. Like you went all out. I really went it's for the theme. The white straight finance bros that like, I- I'm sorry. Like, where are they going to walk their dog in the park? Like, they were wearing jeans and a crew, like a crew neck. Un- unacceptable. And I gave my number to half of them. I know you did. How's that going for you? I haven't them? responded to any of them. As you should. Because I was just like, this is a mistake. No cosmic orgasms. Did, I, <laughs> there were no cosmic orgasms at all. Honestly, I didn't have a cosmic orgasm either. I feel like when you're the birthday girl, there's too much attention on you. So like no one wants to hook up with you, which is rude that is kind of rude i'm like i'm paying for this party like Like, someone dick me down 100 percent. but no one did maybe you should hire someone next time or do something i think when you do something a little more intimate that's why you brought your credit card so i could hire someone to hook up with me i mean if it was a private dinner or something yes you would have ended up getting fucked it was like 500 people yeah there was nothing private about it. No, there wasn't. It was which a- is how I like it. <laughs> a full-blown performance. Yeah, but I tagged you and I've had so many people be like, oh my God, this is the collab that we need. So we're giving it to you. So it was a few days ago and you FaceTime me out of nowhere, which is kind of your thing, which I think is so aggressive and like it scares me, by the way. Why do you do, like you just FaceTime people? Right, as opposed to what? Texting, phone call. I want to see your beautiful face. <laughs> Bullshit. Feels like I'm with you. Bullshit, because I text you. I was like, I'm crying right now. And I now. was like, cool, pick up. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, babe. I feel like maybe it's because I'm an only child and I'm very extroverted. So I like get energy off of other people. And I think I've been single for a while. And when I'm on my couch, hungover, thinking about the night before, that's why I FaceTimed you. That makes sense. Yeah. I think now that I'm in my single girl era, like you're going to be FaceTiming the world. <laughs> right. Because like you you start just talking to your friends way fucking more. They become way more of a support system. Totally. So you FaceTime me. I FaceTime you back. We're using the fucking the roller. <laughs> we both you, had iPads. Yeah, on. You, See, it felt like we were together. It, no, it's true. It's true. And you call me out because you're like, you were with, and let's give him a fake name. G- James. George. George. Okay. That was the name of my dead dog. So perfect. George. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah, that's perfect though for this. Oh. May he rest in peace. <laughs> I love my dog. Go on. George. Well, okay. So George. Okay. Not the dog, the guy. <laughs> um, You ask me, oh my God, you were hanging out with George last night. And my response was, wait, no, I wasn't. Who is that? <laughs> and I go, he's literally not only on your story, he was tagged. <laughs> and I go, oh my God, like the, the gay guy, the gay guy. And you go, what? <laughs> he's gay? And so then I he's had not. A, he's not. He's definitely not. He's other things though. He's a lot of things. <laughs> I had to go look through my story. I figured out who the fuck you were talking about. I was obviously intoxicated. That was my first night meeting him. And then you start kind of like interrogating me, like what the fuck went down? Okay, first bit. of all, that sounds so aggressive. I wanted to say with a caveat, I'm an Aries and I'm a New Yorker, born and raised. So I think that I don't realize how aggressive I come off. I was just asking you like, what's the tea? In yeah. a very polite, gentle way. In your brain. <laughs> right. But the way that I interpreted it, because I am sensitive, I am a cancer, I am not, I'm a New York transplant. I right. was like, right. am I in trouble? Because well, like, it's also because I-, I FaceTimed you. Like I thought being <laughs> on the eye patches was going to help like remedy that, but so sorry. No, but then I did end up like, I loosened up and then I felt safe. But at first I was like, oh, holy shit. Like, am yeah. I in trouble? Also, if a girl is calling you saying, what's up with George? <laughs> when George listens to this, because he will, he's going to think that I was like, what the fuck? I literally was like, oh my God, that you were with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to know because I do trust your opinion. And mm-hmm. like, I'm not, I think it's important because people are going to listen to this that don't know me. I'm really true. And I hate when people say this, but like, I don't see women as my competition ever. They're my allies. Same. I literally would pick a girl over any fucking guy any day. Mm-hmm. So like when I saw that you were them, I was like, perfect. Like this is my ally. Yes. Like I was like, what's the tea? I, I had a feeling you weren't like romantically interested in him. 
That would be correct. So I called you and then we figured out who it was. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, that's so funny. When I saw his phone, it's... there was a picture of a woman <laughs> as his background. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, I think that that's kind of a dead giveaway. But <laughs> yeah, no shit. I think he tried to say some shit like that's my sister or something. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm not I'm not over here putting Lucas, my 19-year-old brother, as my background. That would be you know? I would be concerned that if you would were creepy. Right? You just it was just the photo of the girl, right? Not just, him. Just and it wasn't sexual or anything. Thank God. That is disgusting when guys do that, by the way. Right. I don't understand. Like when the, their girl is like in a like <laughs> like G-string bikini and that's her background, like creep. But it was of her face. It was respectful. But that just kind of screams to me like he's with someone. I know, but at the same time, like he is so funny and like I think a cool guy. So So I feel like that's like, I don't know. I can't picture him doing something like that. But you you never know. You never know. You never know with these men out here. Right. So I think, you know, obviously it could have been the tea I needed. That that was the tea you needed. Right. I don't know, guys. To be continued, we don't really know. We will get back to George. We will. Uh, then two days later, I run into a brunch. Uh, what the fuck? What is her name off Real Housewives of New York was there? Um, Kelly Ben Simone. Kelly Ben Simone. Looking like a snack. She looks exactly the same. I would only die to look like that at her age. Holy shit. You will. So this is what I really want to talk to you about besides a million things. (laughs) You're a legit New Yorker. Born and raised. Where were you born? Upper West Side. I was born at Mount Sinai Hospital. Grew up on the Upper West Side. I went to Fieldston um, for high school. Is that like a private? It's a private high school, yeah. Okay. It's like with the Hill School, so it's like Horace Van Fieldston, Riverdale. So it was a full gossip girl. It was. Like, I think, you know, there's different pockets. There's different people. But I was definitely exposed to, like, the wealthiest of the wealthy. And, like, their houses, their parents, their Hamptons houses, their planes, like, all of that. Okay, those were your classmates. Oh, for sure. And like when I came, I was new in ninth grade, I previously went to a different private school, but that one was smaller, super diverse, super progressive, and like had lots of financial aid for all the kids. So it was just a, all overall socioeconomically, like way more diverse. Okay. So people weren't rolling in with like Givenchy backpacks in ninth grade. I was like, Givenchy? And they're like, it's Givenchy. And I was like... I'm going to go die. In ninth grade? Yeah, no, like... Dude, in ninth grade, I had a guest backpack, and, like, I thought I was the like, fight, like, rich as fuck. Yeah, bitch. You know what I'm saying? I think you're just kind of... Born in Utah. <laughs> so, like, that's... I mean, Is that's... that what they're wearing there? <laughs> um, but it was definitely, like... Listen, I loved growing up in New York City, and I think it's very jarring for people that didn't. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure our upbringings are very different, but I, yeah. I had the best time, but I think there was a lot of like coming to terms. I felt like Jenny Humphrey sometimes from Gossip Girl. Like I felt like the girl who like had to like buy and return the dress. And I'm oh, not complaining. Really? I came from privilege fully, but like, you know, when you want to be a part of a group that just like, it, mm-hmm. it, I think it just motivated me to like be like, all right, bitch, you want to have ass in the Hamptons? Work your fucking ass off and like, and get there. I think that's fucking incredible. So that's, I mean, I still don't have the house in the Hamptons, but the point no, is, it's like, way. it really did, like, not having those privileges, although very extreme, mm-hmm. just motivated me to work really hard and, like, be like, okay, like, I'm gonna shut it down now. And that's why you are where you are now. Right. Because I imagined you as a Serena Vanderwoodson. I mean, my mom's name is Lily, like the characters. Shut No, okay. I swear. So your name is Serena and your mom's name is Lily. How weird. That is that. There's like other weird ass similarities, but I didn't kill anyone. Okay. I was a stoner in high school, which I feel like Serena wasn't. Mm, She definitely gave (laughs) off the vibe, but like they didn't show it. She was unwell. (laughs) But I feel like there was definitely things I was exposed to that you shouldn't be as a 15, 16 year old. I want to know. I mean, I think that in New York, the way to drink underage is to spend money like they don't give a fuck these clubs don't care if you're 16 if you have daddy's credit card so you were going to clubs I remember once I went to lava when I was like 16 and the guy looked at my ID and was like (laughs) he looked at me goes you ever been arrested before and the way I grabbed my ID and literally sprinted all the way back to the upper west side like Uh I yeah I mean like we just ultimately like you're going to be exposed to shit as a kid, whether it's in Utah, whether it's in New York. I think yeah. it's really important to have really great parents that I was always honest with my mom. Mm-hmm. My mom came from Argentina. Mm-hmm. So 
she didn't believe in curfews. She, she just believed in trust and like communication and honest communication. So if I was like, I remember like in ninth grade, like all the girls wanted to sleep over cause I didn't have a curfew and they did. And my mm. mom's like, why would you have a curfew? Cause in Argentina, you literally go out to like 6am. Yeah. So I think like, you need to just have good parents because I'm sure wherever you are, like there's going to be fuck shit. But it's just so interesting how you become a, an adult way quicker. Like uh, way yeah. quicker. Way, way, way. Like, like were you taking the subway? I was taking the subway when I was like 12 years old. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah that's but what wild. I love about it is that you're so exposed from a young age to so many backgrounds, cultures, races, like every socioeconomic class. Like, so you, you're, I'm not, I don't know. I feel like in other places in suburbia, you're in your car, you're like in little bubbles, mm-hmm. right? And like if, and bubbles of privilege. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was really good, that exposure. I just feel like if you're going to be exposed to like clubbing and drugs and alcohol from a young age, you need to have really great parents. Yeah. Because... I've seen a lot of people with that were dropping all the that money at the clubs, like not do well or like have to become sober and like very seriously, right. you know, I think some parents probably like thought that that was a way of showing love to their kids mm-hmm. was by being like, here, take the driver, take the card. Mm-hmm. And that's not love. That's not, that's not no, parenting. Not. Gossip Girl is like, it, it, there's some things where it's like, yeah, 100%. That's so crazy. But there's also things because I was yeah. watching it like last no, There's also night. things that are like ridiculously absurd. <laughs> Wait, can we just name like one or two things? I was watching an episode last night where Blair yeah. uh, is doing like the debutante. Right, which is the thing. Which My friends a, did it. Okay, did you? No, because I'm Jewish. So like we don't do that. Okay, great. Right. She's doing the whole debutante thing and the New York Times wants to write a piece yeah. on like her and her date yeah. for the debutante. Is that real? I mean... The New York Times is not writing on a high schooler going to the debutante hall, are they? I mean, you would be surprised. Like, I remember in <laughs> my high school, we did this fashion show every year. And, like, I made a dress that made out of, like, tampons, legit. Okay. And it was, like, you would make it out of anything that wasn't, like, fabric. Uh-huh. And it was just so... It became such a thing. It was, like, such a big moment in our high school every year that, like, the New York Times did cover it. Sly. <laughs> ridiculous but I don't know about players about debut huh we'd have to we'd have to I don't know I just when I think New York Times I think like hard-hitting serious news you know I mean girl I'm not saying a tampon dress isn't (laughs) it is that's feminism babe okay you know what you're right bottom line I wouldn't want to grow up anywhere else I really you would not no I loved it no are you kidding me the fact that you get to walk around even saying, like, I'm, like, a New Yorker born and raised. Right. Like, you can curb stomp people. Like, I, you can walk I, I take every opportunity I can. That's why I FaceTime you aggressively. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm a New Yorker. I've actually picked it up. Yeah, no, I know. I will, I will, I will talk way more aggressively, quicker, just more, like, to the point. you got places my, to be. My mom will be like chill yeah I think that that's the thing it's like we're very we're always in a rush mm-hmm. which is can be toxic in of itself but like whatever whatever but it started to rub off on me not to your extent your <laughs> your level is different but I fucking love it but both of your parents work in entertainment mm-hmm. what do they do they're in television like they're showrunners and like in development okay do they want to put me in a show by any chance are you or? an actress no but i will i can be yeah i can be whatever they want <laughs> so did that help you in any way with your career or not really absolutely so absolutely netbo baby i mean i yeah yes i can't say that the exposure i had going to sets visiting my parents at work the internships i had didn't help of course a hundred percent helped. And I don't think that there's anything wrong. I think it's weird when people like try to be like, well, I worked really hard to get here. It's like, no, I did work hard. But like, yeah, if I hadn't gone to TRL every day after school, I wouldn't see how like a, a show is produced. And you know what I'm saying? Of so course. of course, absolutely. I think that when it comes to being cast in something though, that's where the, they draw the line. That your parents do? Especially like my dad, it's like, if you want to be in a TV show, write it. And that's what I'm doing. I'm writing a movie right now. You are? Yeah. It's in the works. How is screenwriting? I've always thought about doing that. It's requires so much discipline. It's not even funny. Yeah. But it's, it's amazing. And it's cathartic. I've always been a writer, but I used to make films in high school mm-hmm. about my exes, which you saw at my live show. Um, <laughs> that was how I got rid of my broken heart is I turned it into art, mm-hmm. I, but it's just very, it takes time. And I think in a city like New York where there's so many distractions and fun and partying and boys named George you need to like really carve out the time yeah but it's something that I really want to fray into I think like being an influencer or having a platform really is like amazing but 
you know, I that's the next step for me is, yeah. is going to movies. That's amazing and great. I love that for you. I think it, it annoys me. I'm definitely not an Epo baby whatsoever. I was born in Utah and my mom has no idea what the fuck entertainment is. <laughs> right. Except like turning the TV on. However, I think it's complete and total bullshit when people discredit people mm-hmm. because they had some kind of advantage. Right. I think it's just about being honest and transparent, which well, I always yeah. yes. would want to be. Totally. And like you acknowledging it, like that's that's it. That's all you have to do. But there's a lot of people with a lot of connections and a lot of fucking nepotism out there and they're not, you right. know, successful. Right. So just I have- need that Haley Bieber Nepo baby shirt. <laughs> yes. How do you feel about the Selena Haley shit? Um You don't I'm care? Over it. I don't care either. I like like them both and I what? just I don't know. It's such a waste of time <laughs> and space. Yeah. I agree with that. I don't even know what the fight is over. The eyebrows, I don't even know. I met Selena literally last week and she was lovely. I gave her my card game, which I obviously brought. Which we will be playing. Um, I gave, I was like, didn't know which one to give her. So I gave her let's fucking fuck. Cause like, I was like, I don't know. I choked. I was like, (laughs) I was like, I gave her date play. And I was like, no, I'm just gonna give her fuck. And she, she loved it. Or so she said, so. Oh my God. She said that. Thinking about her. She was like, oh my God, I love this. Like, I think that people like games. So. They do. They do. excited about this one guys i'm getting in my grown woman bag i'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because i've been investing in myself and in my kitchen i used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware i could possibly find and mm Mm-mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set, you'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleutsgiving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. Okay, so I want to talk about the card game, but your brand is like so much bigger than the card game. Right. You went to this private school, whatever, and then where did you go to college? I went to Duke. Okay. How was that with every douchey lacrosse player on planet Earth all in one uh, fucking place? Hot, but misogynistic for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, like Duke was something like I didn't, I applied really random. Like my guidance counselor was like, you're not going to get in. And I did. And I loved it. But I had no connection, nothing. Like literally it was so random. I don't know. There was this really pretty popular girl in my high school that went. So I was like, I want to be like her. You know, the dumb shit. Mm-hmm. You're so young at that age. Like you don't even know who you are at all. At and so all. like, I didn't even know what I wanted, but I went and I, I loved Duke. It was really like, it was amazing. But I think those first couple weeks were really like intense. So 
tell me about that because I remember you saying you were you were not getting the attention you wanted. Yeah, you I wasn't were... getting dicked down. <laughs> Had to rack up my body count somehow. Just kidding. Would you say like it was you weren't getting dicked down? I, it was deeper than that. Like, like you felt, how deep you felt... is a dick? <laughs> I mean, I'm just giving you sound bites, no, Sophia. <laughs> how deep is a dick? But you yeah, felt no, really out of place. The students there and that I was surrounded with were. Definitely wealthy, beautiful, really smart. Like, it was just like, it's a whole new place. And I hadn't felt that way since I was in ninth grade. And so, and it was really big. It's just like, it's fucking college. It's like, yes. you're just like, whoa. I just felt very self-conscious, very insecure. Me and I was too. like, I'm going to have such a shitty four years if I'm like so concerned about what everyone's thinking about me. Because guess what? They're not thinking about me. Like <laughs> nobody was thinking about me. No one ever's thinking about you. Never. Literally ever. never. Like probably if they're thinking about you, maybe for a slightly second, it usually just pertains to them. Uh-huh. So I'm like, still learning that. Right. No, like, literally I still not. have to remind myself. Why are you like going on and on and on about this interaction? They don't, they're they, not thinking about it's gone, you. Gone. Exactly. Okay. Continue though. I, no. And so I just was like, I don't know what happened. I just had this moment where I was like, this is a chance for reinvention. I can do anything I want. I can change my middle name to fucking. <laughs> and I literally walked on there and I literally just said to everyone, like, my name is Serena fucking Kerrigan. I changed it legally on my 18th birthday. What's up? <laughs> because it just made me feel so like, like a bad bitch. And, and was, you, were you feeling that internally or were you just kind of like, I'm going to put on this kind of facade and this personality and see what it does for me? I It was the, definitely that. Like, that. I didn't know that it would eventually help me. Like, mm -hmm. But really what it was and what I tell so many of like my followers and audience to do is like, it really was actually a dialogue I was having with myself. It mm. wasn't about how people were going to react. Because by the way, people didn't like it. Like the sorority girls. I was, I was going to say like, yeah, if a the girl sorority was like, girls. I'm Serena fucking Kerrigan, I think I would be a little bit like, wow, like taken aback. A hundred percent, which you probably were. <laughs> but like people were, yeah, they were totally like, who the fuck is she? We're not letting her into a sorority. Like that was in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then they saw, they understood it because they got to know me. But yeah, but it wasn't about other people. It really was like telling myself, you're Serena fucking Kerrigan. That constant dialogue, mm. which is what I tell my my audience to do you have to hype yourself up you have to be that for yourself but she became this character and she's really fun to play mm -hmm. but I think that as I'm getting older I want people to see that like she's a character yeah like before I would never go on a podcast and be like I'll tell you what my middle name is but now I'm comfortable enough with myself and like there's such a separation between the two yeah that I totally feel that. I think as I'm getting older it's you know my whole business and persona was built on hyper fucking sexual toxic as fuck like super inappropriate and there's obviously elements of that that are still a part of me and that are still true but I'm kind of trying to make it very clear like that is not all it is yeah you know because we're like multi-dimensional we're not complex. allowed to be we're like no. we're not really allowed to be but one bucket baby one bucket. One bucket, but we're making sure that it's a bunch of buckets. Yeah, I feel like that's probably why we have so much similarities because like we are very confident we want to talk about sex and dating, mm -hmm. but we're also businesswomen and have a bunch of other shit going on. Like freezing eggs, which we will talk about, but yeah. I just thought about that. I think that's so badass that you had the confidence, even though you weren't feeling it, mm -hmm. your first year of college to think to yourself, hmm, I'm going to turn this shit around because you know what I did? I left that school after the first year <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't getting the attention. It's fight or flight and I'm a fighter for yeah. sure. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. you are too, but like I, in that moment, maybe not. Yeah. But I was like, this is a moment to recalibrate, to mm -hmm. try something new. And I think a lot of people did find it really funny and believe me or mm -hmm. not. But what I loved was like that creating a character of yourself. I thought that that was very interesting mm -hmm. um, and it worked out. So you would like show up to parties and everyone would be like, Serena fucking Kerrigan. All the time. I had an SFK shot at like our college bar shooters. Like I like. What? Oh yeah. Are you for real? No, when I graduated Duke, I was like, oh my God, like my life is over. Like I was so <laughs> depressed. Like I was like, I'm, I'll never, like I peak, bye. And then I was like, wait, no, no, SFK never peaks. Never, ever. But it was time again to like, you know. Reinvent. 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 Exactly. It, it never ever stops. You it have stops. to, and you have to like keep adapting to like the different situations. So after Duke, what's the next step? I went to, I moved back in with my parents, my mom, and on the Upper West Side. I didn't mind it because you save so much money, but like the whole dating and then living at home again. And 
we're not in like a three-bedroom house. Like I was in a two-bedroom apartment. Like, you yeah. know, I shared a bathroom. Like it was close ass quarters mm-hmm. to move back in for two years was like crazy. But also I think like in Argentine culture, my mom is so fine. She's like, you totally. never have to move out. No, she, my, I could have stayed my whole life. Yeah. And that's what they do in Argentina. Fully. I totally agree. But, um, I worked at refinery 29 as a video producer for like three and a half years. And then I was building this SFK brand of like being the self-proclaimed queen of confidence. Like because even though I went to Duke and I became SFK, I don't think I've, I think I'm really actually, if anything, really becoming more confident now. Like mm. it took, it's a journey. It's a muscle that you have to constantly flex. So yeah. I think that when I wrote, I'm the queen of confidence and I'll save you a seat at my throne, which is my, in my Instagram, mm-hmm. it wasn't like, because people love to be like, oh, she wish she was really confident. She wouldn't do X or she wouldn't say that. Right. Uh-huh. People love to like police my confidence. But really what that was, was like, I want to someday become that. And I want to help people feel confident. Uh-huh. And there's things that I did that worked for myself. And like, the first thing you said at this podcast was you've made me feel confident. So I mean, it's working. So there you fucking go. So people give you shit like, you're you're overdoing it you you don't you don't feel that fucking confident bitch like relax right or if she you know edited her photo then how confident could she be i don't think it's really so black and white there's things about myself i would like to change and that's okay doesn't mean i I dislike (laughs) myself right Mm -hmm. i still see myself as my best friend right i think that's what confidence is yes and there's things about your best friend you don't like I totally agree with you. That is what confidence is. And you know what else it is? And this is what I have really been focusing on is making sure the confidence is coming from like an internal, like the external validation shit. You're going to get fucked. Exactly. And I noticed like the past few months or so, I'm like, ooh, how many comments or like how many listeners or how many likes or da 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 or like, am I looking good? Oh my God, I'm 30. Like, and then I had this moment where I thought to myself, oh, you're going to be fucking miserable. Miserable. If you keep on going Because you don't have any control. No. So I think that- And all of it, yeah, eventually is going to go away. And also you can look at all the things that you don't have and like how someone's doing it better or whatever, but then like- you also have to look at all the things you have accomplished and done. Yeah, and you're like, wow, you just, it's its really training your mind mm-hmm. to look at the positive mm-hmm. and to remind yourself you're a fucking baddie. No, I know. And I do feel super confident and like a fucking baddie a lot of the time. But I mean, all of us, you know, we have our moment. A hundred percent. But I think it is really important that you are single. I am not jumping into any type of dating. Yeah, let's say that again. Single. Yeah. I'm jumping into my single era. Yeah, and dating yourself. Dating myself. Some homework I have for you is I want you to go out to a meal like alone. Okay. Yeah. Okay, deal. And put your phone away and okay. just eat it and vibe with yourself. Okay. Okay. How public does a restaurant have to be? Extremely public. And like, like in the middle of Times Square. <laughs> <laughs> you will not catch me at Times Square. Yeah, absolutely not. I think that's a really, I think that's I think good. Just try it. Like bring a book or bring a magazine or like, but like not, no phone. But just like. No phone? Like you can put it in your pocket, but I don't want you to be texting the whole time. Okay. So a book though. Because no one's thinking about you sitting alone. I think that that's what the people think when they're eating alone. They're like, oh my God, everyone's like looking at me eat alone. Whenever I see anyone be alone eating, I'm like, fuck yeah. That bitch is like so fucking confident. She looks hot as fuck eating alone. She doesn't give a shit. Like, I'm like, I want to be her. I think the exact same thing. Exactly. When they're at the coffee shop, even, even working on their laptop, which like I have no issue doing, but like, it's so fucking dope. Yeah. And also that's a way to meet people. But we're not meeting people. No, I think it's okay for you to also date, but not jump into something. Okay. And also like, I don't know. I mean, the pool in New York is, um, it's interesting. It's uh, very small. Yeah, it is small. Smaller than I remembered. And I lived here my whole life. (laughs) But I knew it was small when I went on a date with someone who I went to elementary school with. I was like, Um, this pool is getting smaller and smaller. I'm I'm recycling. I'm going back to when I was like a toddler. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That is wild. When I was living in Utah, I was hooking up with this guy from New York. But I'm talking, I was 21, 22. And I just saw him two days ago and I was like, this isn't, there's no way this isn't happening. Right. It's tiny. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of talking and a lot of people know about each other. So. But we don't give a shit what people think. That's true. As long as they're not in monogamous relationships, (laughs) you know, I think like whatever, who gives a fuck. Right. Just have to do you. Yes. But like focus on yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm going to focus on myself go to lunch by myself. If a guy approaches me, I don't have Amazing. to- Amazing. I think it's much harder to approach someone if they're with a friend. 
Ooh, that's a great dating tip right there. No, literally, I went to a bar with like eight single girls once and I was like, I love you bitches, but like, goodbye. Like, I was like, there's no way. No. It's way too intimidating. Mm -mm. Like, you need to, like, maybe one friend is good, but like, if you're alone, easy. Like, you will get the most dick that day. You'll also probably like make friends, like friends that are women too. It's just much more approachable. Because we're girls, girls. We're girls, right, girls. Yes. Yeah. So you work at Refinery29, but then you have this whole side hustle where you're working on SFK. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, Refinery29 was like a great company to be at in that time. It was like when digital companies were like popping off like BuzzFeed, Refinery, Vox, like mm-hmm. all these. And then I just felt like I was getting, I wasn't, I had, I'm very ambitious. I was like, I can really be this, build this brand uh-huh. and like into something that I can really monetize. Like, it, is it because you're an only child and so like your head is just like huge, massive? Do you think that has anything to do with it? I think my parents were like workaholics and like mm. were very much like, my mom was a doctor in Argentina, then became a TV producer. My dad was like, uh-huh. Like they met at film school at NYU, but like my dad was going to be in the military and then became a writer. So it's like, they were always like, do what you love, follow what you love. Mm. And I love this persona. I love confidence. I felt like confidence, you know, back in 2016, 2017, 2018 was like very much like love yourself. Like, you know, I was like, no, like you're starting to fucking care again. Like get the fuck in front of a mirror and Mm -hmm. say, I love you. That was like that voice. I loved her. Mm -hmm. So I thought I could expand this into a brand. It's not that I had like a really big head, (laughs) <laughs> it's more just like I was like what's the worst thing that can happen yeah. I saved up money by living at home and trust me there were some <laughs> sacrifices that were made <laughs> and like, like you trying to fuck yeah yeah okay and I did and it was like not an, it was an uncomfortable it was morning out yeah it was unacceptable <laughs> but my mom loves me so much so it's uh-huh. fine but I feel like you know I saved up money and I was like what's the worst thing that can happen like I'm gonna try this I'm a great producer I'm great at branding Mm-hmm. I'm going to quit and try this. And then if it doesn't work out, I can go work somewhere else. That was my mentality. So a little delusional for sure. You have to have that. You, but you have to have that. Mm-hmm. And also I knew that like I was going to work 50 million times harder the same way you do when you're doing your own thing. Like yeah. you just do. Like there's no opportunity to fail. Right. So then, but then quarantine happened two weeks after I quit. But then I was like, wait, I can either like cook banana bread or bake banana bread, which I did. I made like a banana bread made out of a peanut, like a peanut shape. Okay. It sounds iconic. like it turned out really good. It was actually delicious. Okay. And it looked even better. <laughs> the amount of penis jokes. I'm like, Wait, I'm so I, sorry. I, no, no, I, what? It's Sophia with an F, but I can only imagine your bachelorette party whenever that happens. Yeah. You're going to be there. Oh, I just feel like penis is flying everywhere. Absolutely. Everywhere, okay. In everyone's mouth. So anyway, I'm <laughs> Okay, where were we? Banana bread, right? So people were making banana bread during the tie-dye. Totally valid, totally amazing. But I was like, this, I quit my job to become a creator. I have to seize this moment. There's no time There's like no, the present. There's no, like right now, like this is it. Like people are on their phones. We didn't know how long it was going to last. We thought it was going to be like two, three weeks. Yeah. I was like, this is it. So I created this dating show called Let's Fucking Date. And I like was on Instagram live and I dated guys on the live on the live would you tell these dudes beforehand hey i'm filming this i i didn't i didn't produce like i hired someone to cast and produce so all the dates were blind so yes like like people would submit their guy friends or friends but people were literally like the world is ending like i don't fucking care like i'll just do the show (laughs) also people that were single were fucked like what were we gonna do we couldn't meet yeah it was just like such a it was an unprecedented time so we were doing (laughs) unprecedented things Okay. So hold on. So you hire someone who sets up these blind dates that you go on. Correct. Are these people that they're hiring getting paid? No, 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 no. These were like, I would post on my story like, who wants to go like on a date? do you know anyone single who wants to go on a date with me? I It's blind though. And then they would email and email my person that did casting. Mm. That's where like my mom having taught me so much about casting and producing, like, see, that's where the Nepo baby comes in, right? Mm-hmm. Like that is something I totally learned from my mom. Yeah. So... I knew who to hire and like I was just like I just want you to interview these guys make sure they're not weird like whatever mm-hmm. then we started story producing and like really turning it into like the bachelorette okay and this is all on Instagram live all Instagram live but the thing about it was one no one was doing anything on Friday nights at 8pm no one yeah like I don't know I don't know mm-hmm. what you were doing but people were like in cl- um, what I was doing I was in hiding because I was going through some oh, right. drama so right. you should have tuned I- in it would have been nice <laughs> so that's what I was up to but go off queen perfect well right <laughs> moving on so you know it was like I would date two guys for 30 minutes and I they were completely blind but I love that exercise and I feel like this is a good piece of advice if you're feeling kind of frustrated with dating like 
I think sometimes just match with the guy that like you're very unsure about or like just go on the date with the guy that you don't like or girl or whoever that you want or dating. Mm-hmm. Because what I loved about that show was I literally would go live and then they the producer would text me the username and I'd be like, all right, let George123 come in. And I had no feelings about him. Like I just mm-hmm. wanted to get to know him. The show popped off. I dated 50 men that year in 2020. You fucked 50 men? No, I dated 50 okay. men. And please, let's say that again. I dated 50 men on Instagram Live. And that's, not how, that's not I how I heard it. Them. I never even met them in person. That's not how I heard it, but keep going. Right, of course. <laughs> and then I sold the second season to sponsors. Bumble bought literally like a whole month of episodes. Like wow. I was really able to monetize that. That's great. It was, it was a really great opportunity to show like, this is what it's like dating as like as an empowered woman. Yes. People were in the comments talking shit about the guys. The way I'll wrap up the story is the guy that I didn't never pick a winner because I did three seasons show never picked a winner because I'm SFK and like no one was good enough. Uh-huh. Love them though, but mm-hmm. like no. And I made a lot of friends from the show. I let my fans pick a winner for the ultimate season, the last one. And what does the winner mean? Like you guys have to hit what? <laughs> Fuck, get engaged. Me. Yeah, the stakes were pretty low. Um, <laughs> we like he flew out from LA to like surprise me okay. on the live, which was like crazy. Wow. And. I recently found out that he actually now was on Netflix show Too Hot to Handle and is like... How <laughs> ironic and crazy did not see that coming. I was like, don't forget who made you, okay? <laughs> no, literally. No, but I wish him well. He was actually like the villain on the show, which... Can we not say his name? His name is Creed. Australian, Creed. super good looking, okay. extremely good, like very hot. okay. I enjoyed I feel like I him. should look him up. You should. Creed. But then he was the villain on the show. Creed, yeah. But I do love a point you made. Like, you went for... You did not say no to guys. Like, you were very open to, like, whatever type of guy, however they looked, you know, whatever you saw on paper. Because, and I've said this before, when I was on Raya, when I was allowed... Um, were you kicked off? I was kicked off. And I literally, I feel like I have to talk about this every single episode, so, so we're not don't. going there. Raya, please. Like, I will promo you. I will do whatever. And I will fucking sign a Raya NDA. Okay, so then I'm on Raya. I'm in, like, the worst relationship ever. And my mom's like, give me your fucking phone. And she says, why have you not hearted this guy? Because I had, like, I, have, I had said no to him five <laughs> well, times already. Okay. My mom's like, this is, hello, this guy's amazing. So she hearts him. She's talking to him. Obsessed. Pretending to be me. Perfect. And saying- You're actually dating Sophia's mom. Yeah. And saying like wild shit, like I'm ready for marriage, <laughs> like, but you're hot. Like we can, I, I don't, fi- saying some shit. Right. I ended up dating that person for over four years. Yeah. And I, every single time I I saw him pop up on the screen on Raya, I was like disgusting. I think that because of the dating apps, we've become so like, it's like, we want to like do like a build a bear of a guy. We want to be like, we want this and this and this height and this. And it's like, I'm sorry. Like that's not, Mm -mm. that's not it. And have, have you had better success with dating apps or meeting guys organically? Um, dating apps are just so difficult to get off the app. It's about energy. And you're not going to know that until you get on the date. Yeah. But I think that another thing that I feel so fucking true is like, you're either dating zero people at a time or like four in the sense of like, you need one date to get another date. And I'm, and so that's why sometimes I'm like, fuck it. I'll just go on this date with this guy who even knows. But like you send out the energy in the universe and it just like, it comes back to you. So it's a snowball effect. Every time. I'm literally either dating absolutely no one, talking to no one. Or there's like four guys that are like in the roster. Well, I don't mean like dates back to back. I'm just saying like yeah. there's four people in the orbit that I'm like talking to or DMing or, you know, seeing. And I don't know. It's just like an energy thing. I really feel strongly about it. I think that you're also more confident when you're like choosing. You're not the choice, right? Well, that and also you're not putting all of your eggs in one basket. Oh, my God. If this date doesn't go well. Which I have done. That's and that's I'm bad. over that era. That's so. I've been bad. handed. I literally have thought so many guys were my husband after the first, third, second date. Mm-hmm. It's not enough time. Mm. I, see, I'm the opposite. Where I'm like, every single guy <laughs> that I go on a date with is a player and a fuckboy, and see, he I, is gonna try to hurt me. Right. But I think there is a little teeny tiny part of me that I'm like. But I mean, like, it's not a total no. Right. Like, it could right. be something. Right. And then also people are always like, when you know, you know, you knew when you right met, met them right then. So Bullshit. I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, right? Whoever said that is a fucking liar. 
Just kidding. So many people I know that are married and happy. So many people I know. (laughs) That's what they said. That is a huge tip. And I just, I would like to reiterate, you do not go on a date with one guy. Like, Just get on dates. Just go. There needs to at least be two dudes that you go on a date with. Yeah. It'll make you feel more confident and not like, and also you'll see red flags because you have something to compare them to. I think that's so fucking true. And then you're not comparing them to your ex. You're comparing them to each other. And it's also like little things like, are they making a plan? Are they just DMing you all the time Mm -hmm. and like trying to meet up with you out? Like those are things that like, once you see the comparison, you're like, oh, fuck this guy. Like, he's just like wasting my time. Yeah. I'm not even in that realm yet because I'm going to be single gal. my girl. But when I do, it's just, it just sounds like, I, I think they need to really be vetted before. And I know I just said the complete opposite where it's like, just go on the you date. You just gotta go on the date. So there's no vetting. Like no, that's a I bunch mean, of bullshit. Let's make sure that they're not like a serial killer. Well, but yeah. like, yeah, like, no. But can I think you that, actually tell they're not? No. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but I feel like you have to like, you need to just go on the date. It's an hour, two hours of your time. Like you're not going to know. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You it's have, true. You should just go. It's true. And guys, a lot of them for real, for real, look a lot better in person. It is so tragic, the dating app photos. I I, I actually am like genuinely concerned about- I think we need to teach them a class. No, we absolutely need to open up a school. Me too. Can you feel it, sleuths? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage of my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in which is Taste Salud. Say goodbye to the Sunday Scaries with Taste Salud's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town and we had a night or two on the town and how I felt, honestly, come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salude knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you get to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and strawberry margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at TaySalud.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with TaySalud. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
Okay, so I want to dive into this game. Before we do, though, mm-hmm. this is going to be the most random shit, and people are not yeah. expecting this to, like, coming. Go, Diego, go. <laughs> There's, I have a reason why I want to talk to you about this. So we all know Dora the Explorer. Yeah. You had no part in that. She's that bitch. She's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then they did, like, a what? A spinoff a sp- called Go, Diego, Go. And who were you? Alicia, the sister, computer whiz. A computer whiz. So you were Diego's sister. I was Diego's sister, Dora's cousin. Dora's cousin. Correct. Okay. I was like, I was going to make a joke, like read the backpack, like read the map or something like that. And then I was like, it's Serena fucking Kerrigan. There's no way. There's literally no way. And also they fired me because my voice got too deep because I went through puberty. So (laughs) it's a touchy subject, but I still get residuals from that shit. If you can do anything, be a voice actress because you still get paid. That is why I'm asking you because I know I just said I want to be a screenwriter and actress, but what I want to be above all things is a voice actress. Yeah, I think I have the voice for it. Yeah. I think my voice already does sound like a cartoon. Obsessed. I sound like a valley girl, like princessy, clueless. Like I have a very distinct voice. You do. I love your voice. So where do I go? (laughs) Where do you go? (laughs) Let me call Diego and Dora. Did your parents, like, audition you for that or what? They were really vehemently against it. They did not want me to be a child star. They didn't want me to be an actress. I... So they let you do the voice. They well, they, they said they were like, if you want to audition for anything, you have to go to like three years of acting classes. And I did mm. in, in the West Village at HB Studios. I did. And every Saturday I would go and I loved it. And finally I was ready. And they're like, we won't let you do anything like where your face is showing. I was like, is it because I'm ugly? Like, what Shut the fuck? Shut the fuck up. No, but and then I, I did. I did the audition. I remember I did it like I had to leave a voicemail. But my parents were very much like, if you get it, great. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. And I was like, I won't get it. It's fine. Mm hmm. And you fucking got it. I fucking did. I did an audition for, I believe, one or two TV shows because a lot of Disney shit is filmed in Utah for whatever reason. Luck of the Irish, Halloween Town, like all that shit. Iconic (laughs) films. Iconic. Never got a call back. Never (laughs) got anywhere close. I didn't let it fuck with my confidence though, you know? You can't. Rejection's a part of life. And it's going to redirect you to something better. (sighs) You're just like full of wisdom. So you were her voice and I, you know, I'm happy your parents didn't let you like be a whole childhood star. No. And they kept you like Nickelodeon, <laughs> like not Disney, you know, but I, th- I think that's the smartest thing they could have done. Honestly, really great observation. I didn't even think of that. Right? I mean, no shade of Disney, but yeah, like I think, um, <laughs> I loved it. I mean, also it was a bilingual role. I'm bilingual. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I was proud. It was just a great way to have clout in middle school. Like yeah. there was just, it was just very cloudy. Was... <laughs> It was very but cloudy. Cloudy. Like clout. Okay. But then like they fired me and like I was like, what the fuck? That hurt. I was like, was my voice? Like I was like, what's wrong with my voice? You went through puberty. Like, Fully, I don't, like if you if we were to play the episode, I wouldn't recognize myself. Like it's like literally so high. I am so excited to listen. Yeah. I was going to make you do it, but you Mm-mm. went through puberty. So it's not happening. I did. I'm sorry. Okay. It happens to all of us. You have a game here. I do. Which card game is this that you have? This is let's fucking fuck. The one Selena Gomez loves. Selena Gomez does love this. Okay, so, but I'm going to be the judge here. So let's fucking go. Okay. (laughs) What is a physical feature that turns you on first glance? On a male or a female? (laughs) Well, I think that's important. A male. (laughs) I do tend to fuck men. So, okay. Okay, I'm going to answer your question like that. Um, Eyes. Yeah. Kind eyes. Interesting. That's like not it for me. What is it? The fucking dick and the gray sweatpants? How could you ever? What is it? I do love gray sweatpants. What is it for you? I feel like it's. Smile. Ooh, no. Height. Yeah. I just love it tall, man. Damn. I don't really care. I wish I didn't. I don't actually. Like, my last boyfriend, two boyfriends ago, was, like, actually pretty short. Mm-hmm. But, like, so it's not something that, like, it's a deal breaker. But I do just, there is something just, like, sexy about it. I mean, it's definitely sexy. Or arms are sexy. Yeah. Yeah. I've dated definitely dudes that were not tall and didn't have arms, for sure. But the eyes, the eyes. were next level. Okay, keep going. Okay. Pero, like... <laughs> Do you eat ass? If I'm dating you, yeah. I'm really down to try almost everything. I, I honestly, I haven't yet, but I will fry into it at some point. You've never even like licked like the gooch area? Yeah, that's, I wouldn't say like the asshole. Have I stuck my tongue <laughs> in his asshole? 
I feel like I probably tried, but that's hard to do. I mean, I don't know. Okay. But I love yes, getting my ass eaten. I'm, you, oh, you, oh, it wasn't if oh, no, I it do was, it. it was. I was asking if you were doing it. I just wanted to, to just bring it back and say. I like it. I, I like love it. it. But I do. Is that wrong? I just, I love it. It's also something that I think is like more of a intimate thing that you do with a partner. I don't know if you, I would do it with like. No, 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 no. Say this phrase in your dirtiest voice, this game fucks. This game fucks. Yeah, do like I feel a- like my voice also already sounds like I'm having an orgasm without meaning to. Yeah, do it like ASMR vibes. Okay. This game fucks. Ooh, I just got horny. Like, listen, Did you say, yeah. I got a little tingle. I honestly could do Ooh. it even better, but like, we're not going to practice. This game fucks. Okay. Ooh. Everyone <laughs> in the studio is fucking wet. Everyone. Okay. So, um, do you want to keep going? Because I have questions that the sleuths wrote in that they yeah. want your advice for. So, question number one. Yeah. Sophia, I'm struggling. I met this man from Hinge. The first two times we hung out were in public, getting drinks and lunch. And then he comes over to my place three times since then. The last two times he stayed the night. However, he has never kissed me and has never made a move. Loves to cuddle, will not make a move. I don't want to because I cannot handle rejection well. I jokingly texted him and told him it was funny that he wants me to stay with him but has never made a move. He replied, LOL, what's a move? I am so mind-fucked. What is this game? Does he like me? What is happening? What's the move? Like, are you... That's... Okay, I think it's an absolute no. Like, I think he wants maybe the validation. He likes spending time with you. Maybe he's not straight. I don't know, but... That was what I was thinking. I've dated enough guys where I'm like, and I, by the way, this happened mm-hmm. to me recently where I went home with a guy and he wanted to cuddle and not do anything. And I was like, was it the first date or like, no, you- it's like a friend and we, you know, spent the night, mm-hmm. but like the next morning, like I also didn't. And I'm going to say something. I also didn't try anything. Cause I was like, how awkward would it be if he was like, no. Yeah. Like, so I get, I get not wanting to try, but like, yeah, you kind of already insinuated like what's up and he completely ignored it. Why are you wasting your time with this guy? Yeah. This guy he should be wanting to rip your clothes off. Right. Sorry. If it's not a, a fuck. fuck yes, yes. It's, it's a, a fuck no. no. Yeah. If it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. I love that. There's something going on with this dude that... I think that it's good that she asked him. Like, she made a joke or whatever, but she brought Mm -hmm. it up. But the fact that he... He's either gay or his penis doesn't work or, like, there's something. I don't know what it is. Or he's dating someone else. (laughs) But having sleepovers? Okay, little George action. (laughs) Okay, next question. Sophia, I love how you talked about how, although your mother is Hispanic, you are seen as white. My mother is Korean and my dad is white, but since I grew up mostly in America, I look more white. I am seen as a white girl. Sometimes I feel like I've lost my Korean identity and that I'm just seen as a white girl, quotation marks. Do you ever feel like this? Does it bother you? How do you deal with it? Also, I fucking love you, bitch. Mm -hmm. First of all, Hispanic, that's when you are from South America. Or because then there's there's a whole fucking Latinx thing. And my dad is from Spain. Mm-hmm. So I can say Latina. Well, my mom's from Argentina. Dad's from Spain. So you say Hispanic. I'm Latina. So, oh, right. But I can use I can use them either yeah, interchangeably. And then people yes. are like, no, you're not. What the fuck? And I need all those type, all those people to just like relax. Well, also like being Latina, it's an ethnicity, right? Uh-huh. So it's not a race. And I think that that's what com- is confusing. So people are like, they always said that to me growing up. They're like, how are you? Yeah. Latina, you're white. But mm-hmm. there's so many people that we both know. Hello, we're looking at each other and our parents that, you know, it's all different races. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating, but honestly, like just be like, you can't define me. Like, stop. Right. She said, okay, I I feel like I've lost my Korean identity That's- because she's seen as a white girl. I feel like I, I mean, maybe it was the World Cup, but like I've never <laughs> been more fucking proud <laughs> of my identity, you know? Totalmente. But there, I love it. But there is like this But little- also, we cannot let people define who we are. Right. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, obviously, like... You can't, if if people are making you feel a certain way, okay, fuck them. Like, if you want to feel more connected to your identity, what can you do? Like, we go to Argentina, we celebrate the World Cup, we talk about Messi, we hang out with other Argentinian people, we Mm -hmm. make, I went to Sabor Argentino, which is the best fucking restaurant in New York for my birthday. Sabor Argentino. I was in there all the time. I'm sorry, the steak is on fire and they have 
fries that are like McDonald's. Unbelievable. I but like Little Cyrus more. Oh, okay. Here we go. We're gonna have to do a little food tour okay, truck situation. Will. But that's what I'm saying. You can find a way to identify with your culture that's beyond what someone's gonna say about you. Yes. Or even the color of your skin. Yes. Right? And someone saying you are a white girl has nothing to do with your identity or your background or you know what I'm saying? It's like whatever. Those people can Go Unless you're like Rachel Dolezal, who's like pretending. Then, 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 <laughs> then it's a little bit um, like, musky no. water. Exactly. We got it. We got it. Don't be, do that. Don't do that. No, don't do that. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Okay, last question. Sophia, I tried to Google this and found literally nothing online. I've been dating- Wait, I'm shocked. What is this? <laughs> what did you Google? I have been dating this guy for about three months now, and he has a penis that curves up and to the left. When I try to give him head, he really just doesn't enjoy it. That's a shocker. Maybe- because of the angle. It's hard to suck it without using my teeth too much. I haven't made him come from head once and I've never had this problem with anyone else before. What should I do? I think you should ask him what you should do. You say like, what do you suggest? It's his dick. You haven't been, you know what I mean? Yes. Right? Yes. And honestly, if this dude is like, I just don't really like getting my dick sucked. Like, girl. Take that and run with it. Wait, a hundred percent. Hallelujah. You know, I like, like what? hundred percent. Or like do it as foreplay, but like you don't need to like make him comment. Yeah. Uh, hi, did you just meet like the best boyfriend <laughs> like, ever? material ever? No, literally. Like think about all the calories you're about to save. I, from <laughs> <laughs> You swallow. <laughs> I feel like spitting is like, but listen. It depends. It depends. Okay. You're not going to you're not going to kiss and tell. You're not going to you... suck and tell. I mean, it depends <laughs> on the guy on the situation, but like, yeah. I did right. do Is there protein in there? There is. Also, I mean, it just there's so many factors like it depends like I also am not out here giving head left and right. No. Or in this girl's case, left. <laughs> left and up. And curved. Up, left up and left. <laughs> But I was doing some research, and I just want to quickly add something yeah. that was bizarro to me. There is a what research where you like not me picturing you like on your computer with like glasses on. Like there is a thing. There is a penis straightener, it, not like a hair straightener, not like a hair straightener, like a cast for. I would hope it's not like a hair for, straightener for a penis. No. <laughs> I would for, hope there's a cast for for peni peni. Perfect. The research Did is you ca- know that? No, I didn't. I haven't really seen that many curved dicks. I haven't either. I've heard they're incredible. I'm sure. By the they're way. They're hitting different. Mm, it's like Captain Hook. 
<laughs> Meg the Stallion, yes. So I mean, there's that. So what I do you? Where do you put the penis straightener? How often are you putting it on? Like, what's? I take? don't know how the cast works. I don't know if that needs to be put on. Like, kind of scoliosis, like when you're younger. Oh, so your penis. Right. But I guess you can fix scoliosis when you're older. But I'm not saying that this penis has scoliosis. Okay, just we're not doctors cursed, here. Clearly, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think dicks get scoliosis. But they might. <laughs> they might. Wow. Did we just like? discover science Fucking crack the code wow i don't know but i'm going to end it there before i really just take i don't know off. i was having fun there that was really fun okay serena this was so incredible i could talk to you for 20 more hours where can they find you serena kerrigan on instagram tiktok mm-hmm. facebook <laughs> Basically. Along with ads for your scoliosis dick. <laughs> Literally, like, we're going to be starting seeing that on our phones. Um, yeah, and my card game, Let's Fucking Date. We have three iterations. Sophia's a huge fan. Biggest so fan. So Selena Gomez. We, I mean, we were playing it like on that island trip, and it was a fucking hoot and a half. Yeah, I love you. I'm so proud of you. This is so fun. Thank you so much. And you guys know where to find me, Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y, and subscribe so you can watch these two confident queens on YouTube. Let's fucking go. Period. Okay. Love you, Sleuth, so much. Talk to you next week. Bye.